0: Good evening. I was in Toronto this week where the temperature was a frigid, yes I said frigid, minus 28 with the wind chill factor. Now I'm no weather girl, but I will check the temperature of your sex life, hoping it is hot and steamy. And if not, you have come to the right place. You have come to the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show, the show where we educate men and women about sexual health, how it relates to overall health, making relationships the best they can be. I am Maureen and i host this little sex show that did and that hopefully does anyway does it for you and your lover first and foremost i must apologize to my friend ben in surrey even before i say i'm thrilled that the patriots have won and that are head- they are heading to the uh <laughs> They're heading to the uh to Seattle. <laughs> That's where they're heading. To the Super Bowl. They're not going oh, to Seattle. Are they not going to Seattle it's in
1: Arizona? Love. <laughs> oh,
0: it's in Arizona. Anyway, they're playing Seattle. That's what I'm happy about. Anyway, but uh more important than that is Ben in Surrey. He's a longtime listener and you, you came to pick up your underpants, Ben. Now this doesn't sound very good. Um but and they weren't there. <laughs> um I have your My package for you, Ben, and I'm going to add a little extra gift in there for you. I've got your address. I'm going to send it out to you. Um, So sorry, they were giving them out first come first serve. Uh, But your size, I have your size and I'll send it out to you. So thanks so much for your patience around that. I do hope you'll forgive me. Anyway, feel free to give me a call tonight about any of the subjects that I'm talking about. I won't be talking about the uh, football game, don't worry, I don't know that much about it. But anyway, um, but I am talking about how to get rock-hard erections, that I know about, sexual invisibility, your vagina, dance class for cancer survivors, and more. Because you never know what will come out of my mouth. Anyway, I, I can't be held responsible for what I say, uh, <laughs> on the air or anywhere. But, uh, you know, after last week's show, I got a lot of, uh, emails from last week's show. It provoked a lot of response, uh, from mostly men, actually all men. Anyway, I'm going to read you an email from a gentleman whose sex life is so hot that I have to wait until later in the program to read it. There is one of you out there that is having this hot and wild sex. Uh, and I'm glad to hear that. Anyway, um, he says that I was the victim. Anyway, they were dying to tell their story, and they've told it to me. So just a reminder to kit- put the kiddies to bed unless your kids are the age of majority, like 18, and then he can listen. That would be fine. Um, anyway, because this is health education, there will be subject a matter of a sensitive nature, but hopefully helpful for you and your lover or lovers, as is the case for many of you. But anyway, I wanted to, uh, well, before I read the emails, I um, wanted to thank Luke Mead. He's a technical technical producer i'm having language speech problems tonight for some reason luke meet is the technical producer extraordinaire tonight hey luke how are you doing
1: i'm very well maureen how are you
0: i'm fabulous thank you couldn't be better we missed you at the after christmas party at steamworks i, I had Friday to work night. the
1: jill bennett show at 6 a.m the next morning <laughs> which well, is no excuse for you because you do the jill bennett show in the morning
0: as well, I, but uh, I do. I said to Jill this morning, i can uh, I can get I'm an early bird, but I can stay up late. That's yeah. a dangerous combination. I'm,
2: I'm I'm past that age. I'm afraid. Well, now. I didn't so. get to
0: recruit you for my research studies uh, and <laughs> this year, and I did get a whole bunch of radio people who agreed to be research subjects for me this year. Oh, and I'm yeah? really excited about that. If you want to be a research subject, for me this year, you can always email me at sextalk at cknw.com. Is you, there,
2: I assume there's a questionnaire involved, yes?
0: Uh, there'll be a number of questions, but oh, it's dear. way more than just questions, oh, Luke. Oh, dear. Okay. <laughs> way more. Anyway. <laughs> um, so you can give me a call, 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell if you'd like to be a research subject of mine this year. Um Got a little product development going on. But anyway, um, and then uh, you can email me too, sextalk at cknw.com if you like. Uh, so, anyway, uh, feel free. It's, um, I'm just happy to have you all join me here tonight. Anyway, so here's my first email Maureen, last week's show was so chock a block that I had to listen to it three times to extract the full amount of information from it here are some things that I gleaned from your show. New, novel, no nagging, now. That's a recipe for a good sex life. New, try something novel. Please, ladies, no nagging and do it all now. Procrastinating is another way of telling others that you are not in control of your life. Life is far too short. To wait for change to happen to you, you have to find what works for you and make the changes. I notice your qualifying statements in every second sentence. This is a very Canadian thing. Okay, thank you so much. I'm very Canadian. Um, Anyway, an American who's very Canadian. Anyway, uh, the next one was another... uh, Oh, no, I I didn't actually take the whole email. I just wanted to tell you what it was. He said he was so glad that I said men needed sex, and if I could modify that sex to include surly, wild, wild, and a few more words that I cannot say... Then he said, you rock, sister. And above all, my favorite one was from John. And John said, can I be a founding member of a nonprofit society, the Maureen McGrath Fan Club? club. I have so many everyday people who would follow your every word after such a meaningful platform. That is so nice of you to say. Thank you so much, John. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I have a caller on the line before I get into sexual invisibility. Do you know what sexual invisibility means? Uh, I'm going to tell you what it means, but uh, first I'm going to talk to Dave from the island. So here I am. Hello, Dave. Hello. How are you?
2: Not too bad. You?
0: Fabulous, thank you.
2: Okay, uh, question. Um, If my gal shows more... More affection or more love for me than than I do. What does that mean?
0: Oh <laughs> Well, it could mean any one of a number of things. Are you just not feeling it, Dave?
2: Well no, it's not that. It's uh we've been feeling feeling it for years.
0: How and, how many years?
2: Oh yeah, many, uh over a hand. Okay. Um but See? it's it's uh you know she uh oh well, it's complicated, but uh what if it's complicated? How there's there's another question for you.
0: <laughs> it's always complicated. You're not giving me much to work with here. Are you saying that your is it uh wife, girlfriend, partner?
2: Oh well Yeah,
0: all of the above. All of the above, okay um best friend uh is she does she have higher sexual desire than you have
2: oh there you go there's something going on yeah, exactly that's what i want to know about
0: okay so
2: yeah so uh i'm uh getting older uh just rounded 50 mm-hmm. um should i be talking to my doc Always you a know, great because you know she, she's she got more energy than I do, she's you know 45.
0: Well, I'd have to do it, it has really doesn't have much to do with age, Dave. Um, I'd have to do an assessment, <laughs> <laughs> quite honestly. <laughs> I'm sure you, you'd like to do that. So. <laughs> no, um, you know, to do an assessment of you like, how much do you weigh? Do you smoke? How much alcohol do you? uh drink do you are do you have a stressful job? how do you manage stress? How many children do you have what are your finance what's your financial situation like what's your sexual health history well, like
2: you, you, exactly you're talking about my sexual health and I think all those other things um as long as you're uh comfortable, you can have good sexual health but I'm not that healthy i mean I'm gonna have a cigarette here now and <laughs>
0: <laughs> fabulous Okay, and, you know, you know and, that decreases so, the circulation listen
2: so, so I, I, actually my question should i should i ask my doctor for cialis because my gal i mean i can't keep up with her
0: <laughs> listen and, there's a lot
2: know, but but if i want to <laughs> keep up my uh um lifestyle um what can i do
0: Well, there's a lot more things that you can do before you take Cialis or Levitra or Staxon or Viagra. There are a lot, but you have to decide. You need to decide yourself. You need to make a commitment to leading a healthier life. You're lucky she's having sex with you, you're smoking for crying out loud.
2: (laughs) Well, come on, sweetie. Um,
0: (laughs) Don't sweetie me.
2: Come on. You know, I just uh, finished watching a football game with my buddies. (laughs) <laughs> you know, it, it's okay. Um I've always done good, you know, it, it,
0: But it's a great idea. You
2: know, you know I am slowing down now, but I'm still better than than most of the people.
0: Okay. Well. But it's a good it is a good idea to talk to your doctor. That's a very good idea and start on that pathway to better sexual health.
2: Okay. And uh and and uh, what about the rest of it uh you know, if, if, somebody is, if somebody heads over heels uh, for, some, for the other person, it kind of works in the wrong direction. It,
0: it does. I know exactly what you, you know mean. What
2: I, you know what I mean? I do. And, I call it the teenage
0: so, love theory. Yeah,
2: it's, it's kind of like you, you want to work, uh, 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 you know, reverse
0: psychology. Exactly. You want to chase a little bit the thrill of the exactly.
2: chase. That's what that's what we want. That's what the guys want.
0: Absolutely they do. We all do. Not just guys, men and women alike. Good. Uh, yes. That's right. And so, so if somebody yeah, We
2: all want that.
0: We do. We do. So that was my other question. Are you still attracted to your wife? I got to go to break oh, in a minute.
2: Oh my god, yes.
0: Okay, but
2: you know, and she's not my wife. She's somebody else.
0: Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh oh your girlfriend or your partner or
2: Yeah but it's it's good right Yeah but, but she she's you know she's not putting the chase in there for me but what do I got to do to spice it up a little
0: Well you got to you know, listen
2: or, or or you know let her know that don't be so easy I
0: I think that's a great message it's a public service announcement that we need to send out to the airways my friend don't be so easy Nobody wants something they can have so easily. That's right. Oh, that's exactly right. Absolutely. I'm no Don't psychologist, be so
2: easy, girl. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I've loved talking to you, but I got to go to break, unfortunately.
2: Well, I'm going to uh, turn up my radio again. I'll uh, I'll be checking you out uh, next few Sundays here.
0: All right. Thanks. All right. right. Thanks for the call. Thanks for listening. The
2: rest of you folks out there don't be so easy.
0: Exactly. Thanks for that announcement. Appreciate that, Dave. Anyway, um, well, we've got so much to cover tonight from sexual invisibility to rock hard erections. And I'm going to talk about all of that when I come back. I'm Maureen McGrath. You're listening to the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show. Don't be giving too much love, love, love to your man, or you know what Dave says when that happens. Anyway, I'm Maureen McGrath, and you're listening to the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show, and I am going to get to those rock-hard erections. I'm quickly going to go over sexual invisibility. And this subject came to mind because, I, uh, I as I said, I went to Toronto this week. I was picked up by a car service, and the uh, d- the driver was 71 years old, and he told me his girlfriend was 30. And, of course, I had to ask the obvious question, do you have any money Uh, Because that's what we always think when we see an older gentleman with a younger woman, a woman who's 30, a woman who'd be in the sexual prime. She can be having sex with men who are having rock-hard erections. And um, she chooses a 71-year-old who likely may have some... I don't know. I didn't get that uh, (laughs) detailed with the driver. Um, But the chances are a man at 71 is having some erectile dysfunction, uh, some degree of it. But uh, So you wonder, why are these men... Uh, wanting young women, I also was shopping, and a couple of women were saying that uh, some of the salespeople they were around fifty eight and sixty two to be exact, and they said that all the men seem to want younger women, so what is that about, and where does sexual invisibility come into play and and sexual invisibility basically means that they don 't view somebody that is their peer. Um, as somebody that they would potentially have sex with or want to be in a relationship with. Uh, women have been experiencing this for a long time, um, but men experience this as well. And men experience anxiety about diminishing attractiveness as they get older. And, you know, there's never been a time where men have been more concerned about their bodies uh than than ever. And that fear of visibly aging is no longer limited to women. So men feel it as well. And even men who don't do anything about it, the men who aren't at the gym and the men who aren't looking after their diet. So this is... um, the sexual invisibility felt by many older men is really about becoming less attractive to young women. And that's what it's about. They really don't care that they're less attractive to women their own age or even older women. It's it's a lament that I've heard from many men who complain that they aren't getting checked out. Uh, these are my male patients as often as they claim they once did. Uh, My male patients also tell me, who are older, tell me that they want to date younger women. You know, they'll be 75 and they'll say they wouldn't date anyone older than 40. I've never really asked why. I just sort of took it as a typical guy thing, but apparently there's more to it. Women over uh, 35 often report the same thing, but the difference is that most women over 35 aren't lamenting the fact that they don't turn the heads of younger men. So many of them would just like to turn the heads of guys their own age, but they're not able to get into relationships with men their own age. Now, there's that whole cougar thing and the younger guy thing. I always advise people, go for a younger man. Why not? Why would you go for an older guy? Anyway, My digress. Um, but there's lots of problems around this, and there's al- already a limited supply of men in Vancouver, apparently. Um, so you know, what? what is behind all this and, and why are these men looking to younger women? And I also think of the health problems. I think of, uh, because just that's who I am, you know. Um, but I think of these young women, they they might be 30 and dating a 70-year-old, but they're going to be 50 and they're going to be dating a 90-year-old. And there's, there's a big difference health-wise um, there. So anyway... Middle aged men don't seem to value val- validation from women their own age. And there was a study done or a survey done, the OK Cupid survey in 2010. And they found that in the world of online dating, men seemed almost universally interested in pursuing substantially younger women. We're talking 20. 20- 30, 40 years younger. A typical 42-year-old man, for example, would be willing to date a woman as young as 27, 15 years younger than himself, but no older than 45, so just three years older. Now, some men find older women very sexually appealing and attractive, and, and they're the outliers, though, as well. Um, <clears throat> men regularly devoted, according to this study, men regularly devoted most of their attention to women at the very youngest end of their stated age. Range and frequently messaged female members who were well beneath that. So, the obvious question is why so few men are interested in dating women their own age? OK, Cupid data indicated that women are much more interested in dating guys their own age. So, women are more attracted to men within their age range. Um, so, in the effort to prove that they can still attract younger women, middle aged men are the ones who are rendering their peers sexually invisible. So women are becoming sexually invisible to men of the same age. And I've seen that, actually. I, I've I've kind of seen that in action, almost as though uh, the women act like they're older than the men, and they may be around the same age. And you can almost see the woman becoming uh, less sensual, less sexual, less... Uh, knowing it's on some innate level that she has absolutely no chance with this this man these are women that are like 45 years of age uh, which is quite young I think that's the new 22 today but anyway um, men are basically not looking at uh, women their own age even the movie Wild, Laura Dern was Reese Witherspoon's mother I don't think so I think they're like 12 years apart um, so is, is it that, um, is, is that what it's doing? Is that Hollywood influence? Or is it the May-December celebrity coupling? Um, and and this is really about men, um, you know, are, are they getting signals that the validation they crave can only come from younger women? Does, is that what makes them feel young? Uh, we all know the um, red uh, you know, the sports car, mid-age, the midlife crisis. Um, but apparently that's not enough the, uh, these days. Um, it has, and the reason, according to the survey, the reasons older men chase younger women has less to do with sex, if you can believe it, and everything to do with a profound desire to reassure themselves that they've still got it. It's, it is not just the physical attractiveness, but it's the whole masculine package of youth vitality, and possibility so that they're living life to the absolute fullest. Women their own age, according to the survey, lack the culturally based power to reassure that fragile aging ego that we sometimes see with some men. I don't want to offend anybody out there. Getting a young woman on your arm, young enough to be your daughter, is apparently the most potent anti-aging remedy known to men. You've heard of the... Uh, uh, I, I had a, an experience one time with my own father uh, in Florida, where the nurse said, I brought my father to the hospital, <laughs> and he was having uh, an issue. And the nurse said, are you his wife? I said, his wife? Are you kidding me? And she said, well, listen, I used to ask all these wives if they were his daughter and they all told me they were his wife. So I now default to figuring that they're all married to these young babes. Anyway, um, so this is, not, uh, this is something that's happening quite a bit. Anyway, women in the 30s and 40s and 50s are fighting this slow slide into sexual invisibility with cosmetics and plastic surgery and all sorts of other things that don't make you feel great about yourself. Anyway, I'll we'll hope to deal with this little issue as we progress in the year of 2015. But when I come back, those rock-hard erections are coming your way. I'm Maureen McGrath. You're listening to the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show. <laughs> Welcome back. That is such a great song. War on Drugs. Reverse it. Uh, anyway, I'm hopefully going to reverse things for you tonight. Uh, do you want an upstanding specimen? Oh, by the way, I'm Maureen McGrath. I am the host of the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show and uh so I'm here tonight to talk about lots of different subjects but uh erectile dysfunction is huge it's uh It affects so many of my patients and uh just people I come across <laughs> anyway uh your sergeant member is not at attention. Do you want a lever that is ready for loving? Well you've come to the right place, but I think it's really important to understand how an erection works if you may or may not know that I'm a registered nurse I'm a sex therapist I have a sexual health practice here in Vancouver one in North Vancouver as well I do lots of presentations about this lots of research Um, so I think understanding how your body works helps you with the treatments and I hopefully you haven't had too much to drink today with the uh, football games that were uh, on on TV or maybe you were at the games um, but anyway uh, that will affect your erection by the way so don't be having expecting to have any sex tonight alcohol is a big erection killer people don't seem to realize that and especially if you chronically drink over time that will really impact it but uh, so'm I'm, I'm a little nervous that you're um, t- too drunk or hung over to understand the anatomy lesson tonight so I'm going to give you the Cole's notes on it on it on erection having an erection it's like it's like a a fine concert. Uh, Lots of different aspects need to come together. You need to know every instrument for the main instrument to sing, shall we say. Uh, And it's generally accepted that nitric oxide is the principal agent that is responsible for the relaxation of the penile smooth muscle. There'll be a test on this later. Uh, So that's important that the penile smooth muscle Relax because, as I say, sex is all about blood flow, and so that way the blood can flow in. Um, There's also a valve that is important. Uh, Later on, I'm going to give you some foods that will help you elevate your nitric oxide level, and I'm also going to tell you how I eat every day. (laughs) Doesn't matter, blood flow for women or for men, sex is all about blood flow. Cutting down sugar is also important. Um, So, if you want to have the best erections ever or great blood flow to your genitalia you want to cut out the sugar and the alcohol but i'm going to get more specific than that i'm actually going to tell you exactly what i eat every single day because i eat the same things every single day we'll get we'll get to that later the penis so back to the anatomy lesson the penis has two erection chambers they're called the corpora cavernosa these are filled with spongy erectile tissue corporal sinusoids and they are composed predominantly of muscle that actually it's like a hydraulic system uh, your penis your the erection and the erection and loss of, ere- of erection are primarily related to the blood flow events that are regulated by the relaxation and the contraction respectively of the smooth muscle in the arteries and the erectile bodies themselves so it's a you can see the music is beginning as I said having an erection is like, hydraulic event. It's regulated by hormones and nerves that allow increased blood flow into and storage of blood flow into within the erectile bodies that lead to an increase in pressure and the development of rigidity or your hardness. And hardness is important because there are different degrees of hardness or you may lose the erection partway through uh, your sexual events. So Penile erection, as I'm sure you know, is triggered either by direct stimulation of the genitalia or through stimuli coming from the brain, for example, through fantasy and smell. So that can be very arousing for people as well, and that can stimulate you to have an erection, and the chemicals are released in the brain and that causes signals to go down the spinal cord and outward through special nerves into the penis. And then it, that's when the nerve releases the chemical nitric oxide that causes the smooth muscle to relax and blood rushes, but is able to rush into those erectile bodies, and then hence an erection. Now, there are some things that will impact or prevent an erection. Anxiety or fear can prevent the brain signals from reaching the level required to induce your erection. So you've got to look at how you manage... Uh, anxiety or stress in your life. Medical conditions as well can block the erection arteries. It can also cause scarring of the spongy erection tissues. Poor diet um, and uh, limited blood flow can prevent blood flow. So that also can impact um, your erection. And Medical conditions, as I said, can block the erection arteries or cause scarring of the spongy erection tissues and then it prevents proper blood flow or trapping of the blood and then the erection can be limited. So there's lots of things that have to happen. You have to think of the erection mechanism like a tire. So a firm tire is dependent upon a hose that can deliver the air into that little thing down there. Um, Not your little thing, but the thing on the tire. Believe me, I've tried to fill up tires with air before. I usually end up taking the Taking the air out—that's not good, anyway. Um, but it, it really is dependent upon a hose that can deliver the air in the adequate amounts in a fast fashion, uh, and a valve mechanism that holds the air in place. So, if you think of it like like filling up a tire, um, it's you know it's it's very helpful to think of that way. So, the definition for erectile dysfunction is if you're unable to attain or maintain an erection adequate enough for penetrative sex. So there's either a psychological or a physical problem, and this is actually a complex process having an erection. And you know, you really should value your erection because it's it's vital to a healthy and a happy life. And you really have to think of your your whole machine, you as a machine, and what you put into your mouth, and no pun intended, but what you know, what foods you put into your mouth. Um, can really have um, a negative impact or it can have a positive impact of you having great erections. Now, I'm sure you've heard of, because you've probably heard it from me before, the tape test. So to see if you're having erections at night or even early morning erections, and you want to put some a piece of paper around your um, <laughs> around your penis and tape it. And then if you wake up in the morning and the uh, tape, it, you know, the paper is broken, then you've obviously had an erection in the night. And so that at least says that you can have erection. But the presence of good early morning erections is suggestive only of adequate veno occlusive function. As I mentioned, there's a valve. So once the blood goes into your penis, then a valve has to close so that it keeps the blood in your penis. Anyway, she so might want to do my tape test. Um, apparently, I've got Ben on the line from Surrey. Hello, Ben. Marine. Ben, how are you? I'm so sorry about the underwear.
2: Ah, don't worry but I'm a patient type guy.
0: Oh, that's fabulous. I'm going to give you, because I'm a Catholic guilty girl, I'm going to actually give you an extra present in that package. Oh, really? <laughs> and it's not going to be me. <laughs> Fortunately well, for you. <laughs>
2: I have to laugh at you sometimes because, yeah, you are very, very funny. <laughs> and Nuts. Very, very educated. <laughs> and yes, you are very interesting, but at the same time, you've got a very cute little laugh. <laughs> I, I enjoy this thing every laugh, day. Laugh, he said. <laughs> no, I
0: got lots of he oh. thought you said something else, but I said, You said <laughs> I have a cute laugh, right? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, it's one of those things where you have to laugh sometimes. Oh, I
0: know. <laughs> no, I got lots of pictures, lots of pictures. Okay. Um, I have well,
2: to say, uh, you people have got one big, massive, beautiful building here, too.
0: Oh well, thank you so much. Listen, Ben, I'll send that underwear out to you. I got to go to break. Thanks so much for the call and always listening. I can rely on you. When I come back, I'm going to tell you about those diet foods that are going to increase your nitric oxide levels. I'm Maureen McGrath. You're listening to the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show. Welcome back. I'm Maureen. You're listening to the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show. You can always email me if you have any questions or comments, sextalk at com. You can call me too, 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. You can follow me on Twitter. You can tweet me, at back, the number two, the bedroom. Tonight we're talking about erectile dysfunction and what you can do to increase the nitric oxide in your body so that you that will help you. To have better erections, and you will be a better lover, and that's always good. I have Jillian from Vancouver on the line. Hello, Jillian. Hi, Jillian. Or, or hi, Marie, I should say. I'm, I'm talking to myself here. I'm so <laughs> Isn't that great? They actually. <laughs> so, you weren't drinking too much with the game today?
3: Well, you know, I actually didn't even watch it. <laughs> I was, I said, you know, I've missed Marine's show for the past two weeks, so I got to make sure I called today. And I was online, and I was startled. So I'm happy to hear you. Oh, isn't that nice of you to call? What yeah. can I do for you? Well, it's funny that uh, I, d- I decided to tune in this week because I'm dealing with erectile dysfunction in my relationship right now.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, you know, and I know that erectile dysfunction can happen. Uh, to anyone at any age, but you know, I have a new boyfriend, he's 28. We've been together for a couple months now, we've been friends for years, we're really comfortable with each other, and we were having a really good sex life uh, until about maybe a month ago. And now he's having a really hard time uh, getting an erection, and when he does, it doesn't last very long. And you know, it's gotten to the point now where even last night, you know, we would try. And we would just, you know, kind of give up at a certain point. But now he's at this point where he won't even try anymore. He's just feeling completely defeated. Oh. So I don't know what to do because I really like this guy. And we have had great sex in the past. This is just a recent thing that's happened over a month. We tried to talk about it last night. He said, you know, he's never had this before. He didn't experience this with his last girlfriend. He's never experienced this before. What are my options? What can I do?
0: Wow. Um, no, that's great. But it sounds like he's got a little bit of performance anxiety now um, the, because it has happened in the past and that can certainly impact. He probably has some fear that, uh, that it's going to happen again. It's amazing how the chemicals in the brain um, elevate cortisol levels, you know, in, in fear and, and can really impact. As you've heard, uh, you know, it's it's quite a um, concerted effort to have an erection and involves hormones and, and neurotransmitters. Um, you know, he would probably benefit from a sexual health assessment, uh, to see if it's psychogenic in nature or physical in nature. Um, he also, is there alcohol? Is he a smoker? Is he a bike rider? Um, those kinds of issues. Has something happened? Is he having stressors at work or financial problems? Um, has you know it's not uncommon to have erectile dysfunction in uh, your 20s we're actually seeing as much in men in their 20s as we are men in their 80s quite frankly these days porn can, attrib- can contribute to it and um there's there's a number of reasons but but it would be good to, for him to have an assessment right well, thank you, Marie. You're very welcome. I mean, I could go on and on and on, but the show's only an hour long. <laughs> I know, I know. Anyway, well, good luck. Tell him to at least try to relax. There's lots of tests available, medication, lots of treatments, which I was going to hope to get to. Anyway, he may uh, listen to some of the foods that I suggest with the nitric oxide that's coming up. Uh, hey, Alex from Surrey.
1: Hi, I'm 47, and I'm a part-time erectile, erectile uh, dysfunction guy. But what helps me, and you haven't mentioned it, and I want to hear your opinion, is that a marijuana is about 100% proof. You, It doesn't work on its own, but it's psychologically, if you want to put yourself in the mood, marijuana is that additive that just helps you out. And to all the guys who don't, who's never used it, try it. It works. And I, I hope your opinion is the same as mine.
0: Alex, the new host of the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> A guy with part-time erectile dysfunction. (laughs) I I don't have any erectile dysfunction.
1: (laughs) I have have one more question. Yeah. My girlfriend, I love love her to death, and when we do have sex, and I've spoken to her when when we're just sitting down, that I like to to hear her talk dirty Mm -hmm. to me because it turns me on. And for some reason, it goes through one ear and out the other. And I think that's unfair to me because I told her what I like. I don't know if it's a psychological problem with her. I, I have no idea. She enjoys my company. Mm-hmm. Uh, she loves me. There's nothing that, she, it's not that she doesn't love me or um, she detests me. Of course not. Uh, I can tell you right now. It's just that I, I just want her to do things that I'd like. And I also listen to her what she wants and and I do whatever she asks.
0: I think you need and to smoke a little more weed, Alex. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Chill out a bit. Uh, okay. Let's Alex answer. All right, all right. Let's answer Alex's first question first. First things first. The weed thing. You know, uh, you've got to be psychologically aroused and relaxed and and calm and de-stressed. And so, you know what? I bet weed will help. Um, for some people who have problems with erectile dysfunction, especially if it is psychogenic in nature or has any relation to fear or anxiety. Um, the second question, talk dirty to me. I actually wrote an article in some magazine a couple of years ago. Ever <laughs> read that. Not a lot of women are comfortable talking dirty well, I should say this, women talk dirty more than men talk dirty. Okay. But not a lot of women are comfortable talking dirty. So she just may not be all that comfortable talking dirty. And that may be all it is. I don't think she has a psychological problem. I do think she loves you, Alex. So um, all that sounds great. Anyway, I just want to quickly go over some of those medications, not medications. This is food. This is foods is going to help elevate your nitric oxide production i can't go into why but i'm just going to go into what they are dark chocolate you want to add watermelon to your diet you want to add pomegranate walnuts brown rice spinach oranges not too many beets cranberries garlic is also a potential a potent activator of nitric oxide synthase black tea cayenne pepper honey pistachios salmon kale Animal organs are also really good, like tongue. Uh, Anyway, you can use tongue for something else too. Onions, shrimp, and peanut butter. So those are some of the uh, foods that will increase nitric oxide levels. I didn't even get to tell you what I eat every single day. But, you know, I wanted to mention no alcohol. You're having erectile dysfunction problems, cut out the alcohol, cut out the sugar. Um, You want to eat healthy, just really healthy foods, limited sugar. Sugar can ruin life, it uh, actually contributes to inflammation and that can cause problems for your erection. There's so much to say, but the show is going to be over soon. And I got to go to break. I'm Maureen McGrath. You're listening to the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show. Welcome back. I'm Maureen McGrath, host of the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show that you're listening to. I stand corrected a uh, tongue. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I called it an organ. It's actually a muscle. I got so excited. This is a sex show. But anyway, uh, I... This is a serious show, and sometimes we have a little fun on the show, but right now, a little bit of a serious matter, but uh, hopefully there's some light given this unique dance project that I'm about to tell you about. My guest, Jenny Duffy, joins me. Hello, Jenny. Hi, Maureen. How are you? I'm fine, thanks. How are you doing? I'm great. It's a pleasure to be here. Oh, it's wonderful to have you, and it's a great uh, workshop that you're offering, this dance workshop, uh, to help students often when people have cancer, when women have cancer, they... Their sexual self-esteem decreases. They don't feel as sexual or their sexuality, um, you know, can be hindered. And so you're offering this great project that you wanted to tell people about. So tell me about this.
4: Yes, uh, so it's called the Seeds Dance Project, uh, and we're offering it starting uh, February 1st, and it will be every Sunday from 745 to 845 at the Scotiabank Dance Centre, and it will run for the month of February. It is completely free, and uh, like you said, what we're trying to do is help cancer survivors reconnect with their bodies, learn how to connect with their sensual feminine energy. Um, And really from there, hopefully that will be a stepping stone to, you know, the secondary healing that comes after you've healed from surgery and you're trying to get your life back.
0: And and using dancing as a tool to uh, create that feminine or recreate that feminine identity, which may have been lost during the trials of cancer.
4: Yes, absolutely. We're trying to come at it from a dance perspective. Um, Mm -hmm. I actually had a candidate email me and she said, you know, I don't want to talk about cancer anymore. I don't want to talk about it. I'm sick about talking about it. But I just think it'd be really great to get in the studio and move my body.
3: Yeah, and
0: I-
4: for her, that's a great place to
0: start. And nobody better to move their body with than you. You're a choreographer, Harvard Dance Center and the BC Lions Filiens Dance Team. So you're you're just an amazing person. You're an amazing inspiration to a lot of us, myself included. So thank you so much for this. How can people sign up for it?
4: Well, you can visit us on the web. You can go to JennyDuffy.com, so J-E-N-N-Y-D-U-F-Y.com slash seeds. Or you can find us on Facebook. Just go into your search bar and type Seeds Dance Workshop.
0: Okay, wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Jenny. Of course, I would go myself. I was going to be a part of the project, but it happens to occur on the night of the show. So best of luck with it, and I look forward to hearing um, all about it.
4: And and viewing
0: the dance documentary. Anyway, we'll have you back when that's done. Thanks so much, Jenny. Thanks, Maureen. Ooh, okay. So, uh, well, it's been quite the night. So, I think erectile dysfunction affects a number of people, and it's an important subject. And so, in addition to relationships, I will be focusing on that. I never even got to talk to you about my vaginal—not my vaginal atrophy, but vaginal dryness—and another issue that that impacts. When I was driving with that car, that limousine driver, that car service driver. And I thought, well, it's any wonder you uh, go out with younger women because then you don't have to deal with women who have vaginal dryness. But you know what? Vaginal dryness can occur as early as as age 31 for some women or after pregnancy when you're on the pill. I'm always trying to educate anyway, but this guy, he wasn't going to have that problem with his young girlfriend on his arm. Uh, But anyway, we'll have to talk about that next week. And also I have a private investigator coming in next week, and she's going to tell me about uh, all those people she has hunted down who were were thought to be having different affairs with people other than their wives, anyway, that happens pretty commonly as well, and um, I also have something else next week which my mind is escaping me as to what it is, oh, yes, of course, a psychic is going to be joining me on the program again. There's just something about reading your horoscope. Uh, I was walking with a friend, and I said, you know, I was reading my horoscope, and it said last year I was a little scattered, distracted, but this year I'm going to be focused and directed. And she said, I don't think you were scattered and fo- unfocused last year. I thought you had a plan, and you did this. And I said, look, this is an iPhone horoscope we're talking about. It's not real. Anyway, so I did speak to a psychic, and she did make some predictions about me that I think, well, not predictions, but said things that were true. Anyway, so next week she's going to join me. She's going to tell you how your life, le- love life, is going to be for 2015. Anyway, follow me on Twitter at back the number two the bedroom. You can go to my website, which is being revamped and revitalized. What do you see? What I've got in store for you for 2015 www.backtothebedroom.ca. I meant to say if you have vaginal dryness, Repagyne is a great option for you. It's a personal moisturizer. Anyway, nonetheless, I always digress, and I do try and educate. So until next week, have a sexually healthy week, and that is eating those foods that I suggested, using a personal moisturizer like Repagyne or Dr. U Aqua, and dating people your own age. I'm Maureen McGrath. You've been listening to the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show.